Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. This is um, Tony Green uh, with Psychic Medium Tony G. I am doing a show today because the show yesterday, my internet cut out. Yes, I paid my bill. So, no need to bring that up in the comments. I did pay my bill. (laughs) Um, So, here's what we're going to do today. We are going to try to hope this show goes all the way smooth and makes it through to the end so that it can be uploaded to WSBS and to um, Rude Rangers TV, Roku, Amazon, and Apple. I believe it's on Apple. Pretty sure. Okay. So thank you all so much for joining me here today. I'm really grateful to have you here with me. I am going to be taking callers, answering questions, helping you connect with loved ones on the other side. If you are watching on YouTube Live, Um, You can put a question in the comments. If I can get to your questions, I will answer them. If you don't have a question, just say, hey, say, hey, who you are, where you're from. I'll be happy to uh, acknowledge you. All righty. So today, again, I'm going to be taking callers. And if you want to call in, if you have a question, you want to call in, the number is 845-277-9133. One, and uh, you can call in. I'll get to you and um, and take your question or help you connect with a loved one on the other side. Also, uh, if you're watching on WSBS or one of the other streaming channels, and it's a 30-minute segment, there may be a part two to this. So you can watch part two, or you can. Um, go to YouTube and watch the rest of the show if it goes past that 30-minute mark. All righty, here we go. Going to the first caller, and the first caller is uh, 415. Hey, 415, how are you? Hi, I'm very good. How are you? I'm doing excellent, thank you. How can I help you today? I wanted to know um, what was coming through as far as um, I have one of my credit cards company co- companies credit card company is suing me um, for an overdue balance and um, I'm not really sure what to do. I made them an offer to pay a lump sum. They didn't take that. They're moving forward with the lawsuit. Um, and I, I actually don't even really feel like replying to the lawsuit documents, but then they're going to get a motion for judgment. So I'm just wondering what's going on here. Do you see me filing for bankruptcy down the line to get rid of this, or am I going to end up paying them down the line, or what? Real quick. Um, so if you do not respond, okay. So okay. So so many questions are coming to me. Okay, so if you're going to file bankruptcy, you have to do it before you get the judgment because judgments cannot are not included in bankruptcy. 
now here's my here's my little side note of that. Every single state is different. My understanding is that if you get a judgment in a court of law um, and you file bankruptcy, the judgment doesn't isn't included. But I could be wrong, depending on your state. Also. I think, like, you can't include money you owe to the IRS in a bankruptcy, which is really unfortunate. I think that should be included in bankruptcies. <laughs> anyway, um, what I'm getting is, yes, you are probably going to end up filing bankruptcy. It'll probably be the best move you can make. But if you're going to if you're going to make that move, you need to do it sooner rather than later. If you wait to do it, there are going to be more consequences is what they're saying, okay? Um, the credit card company itself, this is what I feel like. I feel like this went from the credit card company to a collection company, and collection companies don't always negotiate, okay? They want, they're just saying, this is this, okay? They don't negotiate, if I pay this much, let's call it a done deal. Uh, they want to get as much as they can, as quickly as they can. Uh, and they want the full amount with interest and everything else. Um, so again, if you are going to file, the sooner you do that, the better it, for you personally. If you do not file, they will go to court, they will get the judgment, and then you'll just have to deal with that down the line, and that just will be that, okay? I know that this probably is not the answer you want, but I hope it was helpful. You know, it's all right. It's stuff I've been playing around in my mind. I, I, I would do bankruptcy now, but I can't. I can't do that now because... Um... I have a lot of money on stock, so that's not even going to work. So that's why I was like, I don't even know what I'm supposed to do here. So, yeah, I guess I'll just see how it plays out. And I guess okay. I'll have to check on that. Um, yeah, I thought that you could put it in with uh, – I'm going to check what you said if you can't – once you get a motion, if you can't put that in with bankruptcy. I wonder about that. There's a difference between a motion and a judgment. Once it's gone through the court system and the court judges and says, yes, you owe this money and we're judging you have to pay this, that's very different than a motion. Okay, there's a difference oh, right, between right. a motion and a motion. So the motion, yes, you can put that in with the bankruptcy. A judgment, each state is different, and I would really encourage you to check what the laws are in your state. Now, there are, uh, I'm going to tell you, there are a number of different ways to work with this situation that you're in. They might not like your terms, but you can offer them different terms. Once they hit the credit collection company, they just want to get it into court so that you can't file and so that you can't get out of it and you owe this amount no matter what. But by the time it gets to this point, it's gone a, it's gone a bit of time, so they don't, they don't really have a lot of faith in what the person says. I hope you understand what I mean by that. So what I'm going to tell you is 
there there's a way to negotiate with the people who are trying to collect this money. You just have to get them in a conversation and get that negotiation to your terms the best you can and then get that in writing. Now, they won't put it in writing, but record the phone call. Just every yeah, time you talk I've been to doing them, that. Record, record the phone call. Because I feel like if you record the phone call, that will be very helpful for you. There's something, if you, you know what I'm getting? Here's what I'm getting. Because there are very, very, very strict collection laws for a lot of reasons. And the collection laws are on the consumer side. They always, they're, for, they're there to protect the consumer, not the collector, okay? So what I'm getting is that you need to call these people that are trying to collect the money and record the conversation because something is going to be said or done in that conversation that might not be legal or appropriate. And in that case, everything can, you know, from there you just take it to somebody who can help you uh, tell them you broke the law, therefore null and void sort of thing, depending on this. I'm getting, I'm just getting, have a phone conversation, record that phone conversation, and you're going to be surprised at what comes from that. Okay, love? Oh, okay. And, that sounds good. And okay, don't hang up yet. I'm gonna I'm gonna put you on mute, but don't hang up because I'm gonna do a clearing uh, to bring money in for you, everybody listening, everybody re-listening. This is a great place to start. We are receiving and allowing money in our life. I'm getting a no. We're gonna start clearing that. When I say I'm clearing it and I'm doing this healing, it's never me. It's always the angels, the Holy Spirit. Um, that come in, or whatever deities you believe in, if you believe in Ganesh and the other deities or saints, whatever you believe in, they're going to come in and they're going to clear whatever, there's something stopping or blocking us from receiving and accepting money. I'm getting a yes, so we're going to clear that so that we can, you know, be open to the money that comes in. And we think we can only receive money in certain ways. Let's get that shit up, poop, poop. Sorry, sorry, everybody. Poop out of there. Um, because we are so programmed to believe that money has to come from work or hard work or we can only accept money in these ways from these people. And the truth of the matter is if we are open to receiving, money will come to us in many different ways, in many different sources that will just surprise us in, in just miraculous ways. And we, we will be shocked. We will be shocked. We might get a new business idea. We might get a, um, a an inheritance. Nobody wants an inheritance, especially if it was somebody they loved. We might get a winning of some sort. We never know how that money is going to come. But when we're open to money coming to us in any way, then it does start to come to us in surprising and miraculous ways. So those three clearings are right at the beginning of the show, right about the 10-minute mark. So if you want to mark this show, 
and mark down the 10-minute mark for the money coming in clearing. Please go ahead and do that. Rewatch the show as many times as you feel is necessary for you for these clearings to uh, take effect and be um, uh, completely cleared for you, okay? I'm going to go to the next caller. And the next caller is six five one six five one. If you have me on speakerphone, please take me off speakerphone. And how are you today? What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, this is Christiana. Um, I'm calling from Minnesota. Hey, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Excellent. How can I help you today? Uh, yes, I was wondering how how I can bring in um, more paying customers for my psychic business, and I was wondering if my grandma had any advice for me on, on this, or if anyone else on the other side has any advice for me. Okay, so the first thing I would say is um, re-listen to the clearings that I just did. Um, after the show, after the show is completely done, um, because it will be helpful for you. Second thing I would say, as far as um, bringing in paying customers, you know, that's a whole, a whole thing. That's a whole thing. But I'm going to tell you, again, we're, gonna, we're just going to go to there's a money block. You have a money block. So we're going to start clearing that. And you're going to, and it's not only about paying customers. I'm, I can probably tell you that you have a lot of things where it's a, almost like a belief system of I have to do this to get that. I have to, um, there's a, like almost a fear, almost like a, trepidation or fear with this in some way that is it's a limiting belief or a belief again about how it comes in or how you can accept it or how much you're worth you're worth your self-worth okay oh i love when i have to go for five minutes to get to it <laughs> so uh, we healthy self-worth i get a no we're going to start clearing and healing that right away because you know what, it's not, and, and sweet, beautiful girl, it's not only with money. It's If we block ourselves from, like, getting the right, if I'm going to say not only for us women in business, for ourselves, or um, just us women, but if we're working, whether we own our own business, we have clients, whether we are um, having a job, if we feel like we're not getting paid consistently what we're worth and we're not bringing in enough clients or business to get that pay, that is a self-worth issue. Because when we are worthy, as you know, the universe moves heaven and earth to make us live what we believe. And our belief system has to be one of, I am worthy of this, so it's just going to happen. It, it's not even a question. But so many people struggle with this, so uh, we we think, no, feel, believe we are worthy. 
clear that. We have money blocks. I, and again, with the money blocks, we're clearing that. And again, this is at the 15-minute mark, folks. So if you want the self-worth and clearing of money blocks, go to the 15-minute mark. Rewatch this show. I feel like today's show is going to be all about the Benjamins. Yay. Um, and who doesn't need that right now, right? We're coming out of something so bad. Okay, so the grandma, your grandma, I believe your grandma's here. If it's not your grandma, it's a great grandma. She was thinner. She, um, at the end, you know, I, that's an unfair statement unless I say, at the end, because I'm sure through her whole life she wasn't daunt. Um, but she's here, and the first thing she wants to say, the first thing that she wants to bring in is that uh, know your worth. That's her very first statement to you, know your worth. Um, she is telling you she helps you with your work, but she also tries to communicate with you when you're falling asleep, but you're you're going to sleep and you really – don't want to communicate at that time, but that's really the only time she can get through, like where there's, where you're not doing something else or you're not focused on something else, and she can try to get that clear line of communication to you. She also wants to tell you that, um, I know this is such, everybody says, oh, this is such a cliche statement, but there's great love for you here. You have to open up yourself the love. Now, she's not specifically talking about a partnership in love, okay? Like there's a person coming in with great love. She is talking about there is great love here, like in, in general on this plane, there is so much love here for you in people, places, and things, you're kind of, you're probably a lot like me. You're in your head a bit, and you're not always recognizing the love or paying attention to it might be a better statement. But we're we're always so busy, it's um, difficult sometimes to just stop and focus on where, where's the love? Where's, where's the love? I'm, I'm hearing that song, um, I'm not going to – I promised myself I was not going to sing on today's show. <laughs> uh, it kind of wrapped a little bit. It says, where is the love? Uh, and, yeah, I can't think, so I'm doing – That one, cherish the love, that one? No, not cherish the love. It's um, people out here in the streets. No, 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 no. It's, it's like it's a, it's a hip-hop song. <laughs> And then the, oh. the chorus is, where is the love? And, yes, I am not doing it justice. Yes, I am aware of that. <laughs> uh, folks, you don't have to tell me I know. <laughs> so the biggest thing she wants to say is um, to just there, – there is so much love here for you that you're not – you're not um, – seeing or experiencing and just slow down a little bit so that you can experience that love. You're so worried about giving. You have to be more of a receptacle, she's saying. So, and, and this is so true. And even for myself, I have a really difficult time receiving. It took me a really long time to understand that there's an energy exchange in everything. If you give, you have to receive 
Um, I think and, part of that is because I um, was told that I was a narcissist. <laughs> so, I mean, I um, was like, oh, no, I I have to really work on this, and I have to be more giving and stuff, and um, well, I just don't want, that, want to be that. Okay, so first of all, other people's opinions are for other people. If somebody said that, even if it was a therapist, just saying, even if it was a therapist, um, we all have, each and every one of us may have one narcissistic tendency or characteristic. Second, let's, let's just go to, if it just came from a regular person, people no, it was out a therapist. of them. Okay. I kind of, that's why I said therapist. Here's what I'm going to say about that. There's a difference between being a narcissist with friends and family and getting paid for your business, okay? If you had a nine-to-five where you walked in, they would pay you for every hour that you work because you're putting in work. So when you are working to get paid, does it make you a bad person? You have to be paid. You have to survive. You have to have that equal energy exchange. Now, if you want to give, if you feel like, okay, this therapist said I'm a narcissist, and maybe I am, maybe I have some narcissistic tendencies, then work on reprogramming that part of your brain. Work on reprogramming what caused that and what makes that continue. So let's do some clearing on that. And then from there, Maybe go to homeless shelters and do uh, work, uh, volunteer there if you want to give. But if you're straight up working, working, get paid for your work. Know the difference between your volunteer time and your work time. Know the difference between giving because it's genuine and from your heart and giving because you don't want a title slapped on you. Because anything we do that's not from our heart is an agenda, and it's (laughs) – I'm not going to finish that sentence. Um, It has an agenda, and we just can't be in that space where that's really what we have going on. We need to be in that space where we're doing things because this is what's in our heart. Otherwise, it doesn't really matter that we're doing it. We can't do it because we don't want to be something. We have to do it because we want to be doing this. Whew, that's a good way to say it. So what I'm going to say to you is if you really want to give, have a separation between your work time and your volunteer time and give. But more importantly, um, depending on what area you're in, you're in Minnesota, you said, find a really good hypnotherapist and have them get to the bottom, if you're comfortable with that, have them get to the bottom of why, where, and how this started and reprogram that. Okay, random acts of kindness are good, but that's not going to change the innate programming that caused this. And I know this might not be what you or anybody else wants to hear, but that's just a fact. That's just, it is what it is. If, if Somebody slapped a title on us, and we believe that title to be true, and we don't want that title anymore, then we have to go within 
and change what caused us to get that title. What behaviors? That comes from reprogramming ourselves. Okay. Even though you want to give, give in a way that is not self-serving, give in a way that is complete giving, such as uh, feeding, like at a homeless shelter, uh, help volunteering to help with the meal service or whatever it is, however that is. I'm just getting you could – I just keep – they keep repeating the same type of service for you. And this type of service – and I've done this. We have um, the Salvation Army here, and they have um, – where they come through and they, they – you know, the, 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 to eat lunch or dinner. And I volunteer to um, serve food as they come through to put the food on the plate so that they could – get their meal and go sit down. And there's a lot of humility in there, but there's a lot of gratitude in there to see where, what, how, and why things end up the way they do. Um, You know, some people, it, it makes you really take a look at what you're judging and what you're not judging and just to be in the moment of that space. So my, um, my thought for you, my beautiful, beautiful friend, is to maybe find someone who can help you change your programming so things are natural and you're not trying to uh, be in that space, okay? So I am going to go directly to the next caller. And if you, hey, you guys, if you're on um, YouTube, say hi to me. Let me know that the chat is working because um, two weeks ago on my show, people were, you know, putting stuff in, and I wasn't receive, I wasn't seeing it until after the show. So um, let me know you're here. So ironically, I have two six five one numbers, and they're both six five one eight nine four. So I took the first one. Now I'm going to take the second six five one number, and it's still six five one eight nine four. Or seven. They both have the only two numbers in these two that are different are the last two numbers. So I'm going to go to the second six five one. Hello. Hi. Hi. How are you? Hi. Hi. <laughs> this is Sharon from Minnesota. Um, you just spoke to my daughter, actually. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is hilarious. <laughs> Well, I'm happy I could talk to you today. (laughs) Yeah, that's awesome. I I looked at the first number, and I the first because the way my call log shows up, all I get is a number. And um, so I looked at the when I was talking with her, I was looking at hers, and then I was looking to the next number as I was putting her on mute, and I was like, wait a minute, wait a minute, I think this is the. Yeah, so, okay, how can I help you today? <laughs> well, I have a question. Um, I want to know if I've lived the past life, and if I have, what what was I doing in that past life that um, that's over, that may be overlapping into this life? Whew, okay, that's a question that I will not be able to quickly or easily answer. That there's a lot. Okay involved with that, but I'll I'll do my best to hone that answer in 
quickly or hone it into a few seconds for you. But before I do okay. that, just don't place. I'm gonna. Um, I just um, we're at the 28 minute mark. I want to thank everybody on WSCS for watching. If you would like to see the rest of the show, please go to YouTube and watch the rest of this show. You can also see it on Root Rangers TV or Roku, Apple, so on and so forth. Okay, back to the show, part two. Um, so we've all had past lives, and Anita Morjani in her book, Dying to Be Me, had, um, that. I don't want to go into the whole book, but there she explained that while she was in a coma, a death coma, she was out exploring the universe, and they're not – the way she understood them from that vantage point is there they might not be past lives but parallel lives on separate planes so they're all happening at once whether it's a past life or a parallel life we all have them we all have past lives present and future if you believe in the time paradigm if you don't believe in the time paradigm Okay, then that's that's okay. Then then maybe they're all happening at once. However you believe it, awesome. If you don't believe it, awesome. Um, one of the dynamics that you're dealing with, so you have had past lives, several of them. Uh, four of them are crossing over aspects of four of them are crossing over into this current life that you're having. And two of the four have to do with family members and struggles that you're having with family members. The dynamic, it's more of the dynamic of who's in charge, who's not in charge, and you feeling powerless with these people uh, in the family dynamic. Family dynamic, it can literally be like husband, child, cousin, mother, third aunt removed, or it can be a friend who feels like family, okay? Yeah. But there are two specific people that make you, they just like knock, you know what somebody, oh, my God, I haven't thought of this in the longest time. You know what somebody walks up behind you and they take their knee and they bump the back of your knee and you just fall? Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? When do that? Yeah. Okay. My brothers think they're really funny. They do that all the time. They'll walk up to me, and if you're standing with your legs locked and you bump the back of somebody's knee, they, like, go down a little bit. Well, these people bring yeah. you to your knees. Two people, two people in your life, directly in your life, that you work with or work with, are with that, that you're connected to, they bring you to your knees. They just know how to, even just in the way they just look at you, it, like, all of a sudden you're like, wait, I did something wrong. I'm, I'm, like, you feel like you're in trouble, like a little five-year-old again. So let's clear yeah. that up because stop. that's yeah. not a good dynamic. Um, no. The second thing that I'm getting is, you know, this life is all about you taking back your power. Now, there are some men that have that issue, but especially women. We weren't taught to be empowered as children. We still don't right. teach our women, our, our girls, to be empowered. Uh, and there's a huge difference between being strong 
and being empowered. Being empowered means we're working from our place of knowing. And I always say this to women, I, I and I love this statement, and I'm going to say it to you and everybody listening because this is the balls. I'm sorry, it is. And, you know, it, it basically is. If God were right next to you, if you believe in God, whatever you believe in, God, source, uh, Krishna, Buddha, whatever you believe in, if God, I'm just going to use the word God because that's just what I grew up with. It's easy. That's my terminology. If God were right next to you and somebody walked up to God and started saying and doing the things and treating God the way that people treat you, you would jump in and stop it. You would say, oh, no. Oh, my God, do you know who that is? Oh, my God. Yeah. Do you know who that is? Do you know who you're talking to right now? And, that, and you would stop it. You wouldn't allow that. Well, we have to remember that spark of God, of our creator, is inside of us. So whenever anybody, when anybody, whenever anybody, that's what I'm trying to say, whenever anybody speaks to us or treats us in a way that is disempowering or abusive in any way, it, crossing boundaries or whatever they're doing, they're doing it to God. They're doing that to that part of God that is inside of us because we are not separate from God. We are connected divinely through our crown to God. And that piece, that that, that thing that we call our soul or our spirit is actually the part that goes back home and joins the whole to be one with the all that is, the all that will ever be. We just have a separate teeny experience for a moment in time here. So anytime somebody is saying something inappropriate or looking inappropriate, you pull your God out, girl. You just pull your God out. You'd be like, do you know who I am? Like, even if you just think that, <laughs> yeah. if you just think it for a moment, it will put their ego in check. It will stop. Something about even just thinking that stops people in their track because you're invoking or calling on the power of your soul, your connection, to protect you in that moment and to keep you strong and empowered instead of making it shrink, you're allowing it to grow. And so when you think of it that way, don't let these people take you down at the knees. Don't let them bring you to your knees. So part of your um, existence, your incarnation this time, is to take back your power and to be in that space where you are one million percent not allowing people to emotionally, physically, spiritually defeat you, and let's do a clearing on that. So this is at the 35-minute mark, folks. If if you feel defeated, okay. if you feel like people bring you to your knees, go back, go to YouTube, go to the 35-minute mark, and get this clear. Oh my God, that's really hitting me. Ooh, I can feel <laughs> that in my chest. It's like somebody just sucker punched me there. Oh, oof. give me a second while I catch my breath, everybody. Okay. If anybody else feels this, let me know. Give me a yes on, on the chat. Oh, Ooh. 
holy guacamole. That was so good. I'm going to do that again, and I'm going to go a little deeper with it, because don't we love when things go deeper? So we feel uh, we allow people, and we feel defeated and uh, taken down. And I'm getting a yes. We're going to clear that and heal it. Lessons, clear that and heal it. Oh, holy cow. So, again, go back to the 35-minute mark. Re-listen to this every day until you feel like you are strong and empowered. And that doesn't mean being in control and controlling. Control and empowered are two completely different things. So what I'm going to say is just re-listen to this. You, anybody else who feels defeated quite a bit, even whether it's with family members' work, um, just when we look in the mirror, sometimes we're like, oh, my gosh, when did that happen to my face? You know? Yeah. Right. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Why, when I raise my eyebrows, do I look like a pound puppy? Oh, my gosh. (laughs) You know, I mean, like, things like that. <laughs> oh my God! I am I allergic to Botox? I don't know. I'm just now. I'm just ranting in a silly way. <laughs> no, but seriously, I am allergic to Botox. <laughs> that was fun finding out, by the way. Anyway, <laughs> okay. I just when things get serious and heavy, I have to make jokes just to um to lighten it up because I deal with a a lot of very, very serious content. So this is how I kind of balance it. What I'm going to say to you is within a couple of days, you're going to have some great epiphanies. You're going to have some understandings. You're going to be in a much stronger place. Um, Now I am going to give you a bit, a teeny bit of a warning. The first time you stand up for yourself or you are empowered, um, people can tend to um, push back on that, especially if, if they've yeah. been getting what they want to do, okay? Right. So when, when people do, my favorite response is a non-response. You don't owe anybody any explanation or answer. Once you said something, you said, I said what I said. It is what it is. And walk away. You don't even have to yeah. say, I said what I said. Just answer and walk away. Don't engage because I heard this once when I was like 18. When a man says no, the conversation is done. When a woman says no, the the negotiation begins. (laughs) And something inside of me has never forgotten that. So instead of saying no, I, I learned to say, oh, I'm so sorry. I wish I could, but I can't. And that stops, that ends the conversation. Because people will yeah. say, well, why can't you? Especially if you say, I wish I could, but I'm sorry, I can't. And people okay. are like, oh, oh, well, she would do it if she could, but she can't. They're, unless it's somebody who really has no concept of boundaries, they're not going to be like, well, why can't you? Change your plan. And if there's yeah. somebody with no concept, boundaries, this is a good way to teach them boundaries. Oh, I'm sorry, I can't. I wish I could, but I can't. You just keep rephrasing it and repeating it and walk away. That's your, you know, we have two legs, two ears, two eyes, 
one mouth. Yeah. Two legs to <laughs> walk away from anything that's not serving us. Two ears to hear the truth. Two eyes to mm-hmm. see what's really going on around us. And one mouth because, well, we get in enough trouble with one mouth. We don't need to. Yeah. <laughs> so that we can, like, to protect our boundaries, okay? So I want okay. you to, to come back and re-listen to these clearings. And I'm sure the next caller is going to have, the next callers are going to have things that need to be cleared also. So I'm going to go to the next callers. I'm going to... Um, get uh hopefully be able to help them also i hope this was helpful and i was able to answer your question for you yes thank you i appreciate it you are so oh absolutely my pleasure and please do re-listen to those um clearings because they will be very 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 helpful in the future moving forward okay 727 if you are on speaker. Please go off of speaker. What's your name? Where are you calling from? Hi, Tony. This is Kate. I'm calling from Florida. Hey, Kate. How are you? Doing great. Thanks. Excellent. How can I help you today? Well, this has been a wonderful, wonderful um, session thus far, so thank you. Oh, my pleasure. Thank and thank you. <laughs> and Tony, um, I often ask, please um, bring to me whatever is for my highest and best good today in this moment. As far as a message goes? As far as whatever comes in, uh, immediately for you in the way of information. Okay, Kate, this doesn't even make sense to me, but I'm going to say it because doesn't I'm hearing it. doesn't need to. It, it, it never does. It never does. The first I thing I hear is, I don't know, I'm going to say this, and then I'm going to give you a couple, four examples. The first thing I hear is go okay. to school. Go to school. Now, I don't know, this is one of two things. This is one of two things, and I'm going to give you both things that this could be. Either there's some kind of training, certification, schooling, because school isn't always the institution, the building, and the degree. School can also be learning to do lashes or brows or nails or esthetician. You notice how they're all beauty, but that's just me. Don't take that as something for you. School can, that can be school. Now, that's, that's whatever it is, it can be a certification in, in whatever. But here's the thing, the other side, the flip side of that, go to school, go to school. This can be somebody from the other side who used to say this to you all the time coming in. And I, there is a male right here, and, and mm-hmm. I know you can't see me, you're on the phone. There's a male over my right shoulder, like a little bit above me, behind mm-hmm. me, my right shoulder. He had a bit of a, at one point, he had a bit of a bigger, uh, a little bit of a belly. I'm not, okay, I won't say bigger. He doesn't like me saying he had a bigger belly. He had a, a bit, a bit of a belly. A weight. A bit of a belly. And mm-hmm. um, I feel like his nose was a little bit, like, longer, maybe a little he had something about his nose being a little bit longer or 
pointy or something like that. But he was a little bit fuller of a guy. I'm not seeing all of him. Like I said, he's behind me. I'm just seeing the belly and the nose for some reason. Now, when I say a little bit pointy, a little bit longer, I'm not talking Pinocchio. I'm not saying he had like a big Sicilian nose. I'm just saying his nose was like not a little button nose, whatever. But he is, he is coming through, and he also, I don't know if you're familiar with who this person is. It could be a dad, a granddad, maybe an uncle. I don't not, I don't feel like it's an uncle. It's, I feel like it's a, uh, I feel like it's somebody more like a gra- dad or a granddad. Okay, and the fact that I almost said grad, it could very well be. So it's somebody, it's a male who was, this is what I'm going to tell you, it's a male who is very significant in your life. Now, I'm also going to tell you I'm hearing the name Robert. I don't know if that's this person's name or if that name is significant to you. Either way, I hear it, I say it, I see it, I say it. I kind of try to piece it together myself, but I don't always know the pieces. So the way I'm putting this together may be completely different to than what you understand this to be. So we have this male. I'm hearing go back to school or go to school, go to not go back to school, go to school, go to school, and the name Robert. Now the name Robert could be somebody on the other side. They could be somebody here. It could literally be this person standing here. So far, does any of this make sense to you? It does. Okay, excellent. Thank you for confirming. Now, this person, aside from saying go back to school, also wants to tell you, of course, they love you. They're sorry they left. They're sorry they left the way they left. And they're so sorry you had to go through what you went through. I don't know if they're saying departing. So I don't know if that means Parting or when they left, when they departed, or how they departed. Because I'm so sorry you had to go through what you went through is a complete sentence, and then I heard the word separately, departing. So you will know better how that fits. This person has, um, I feel like this person was not an emotional person while they were here. They did not show a lot of emotion, but right now I'm seeing like tears um coming out of their eyes and these tears are twofold they're tears of joy because they're at peace they're at home but they're also tears for some of the things for remorse 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 i'm going to tell you this person also has to say to you they're sorry they're sorry they're sorry go to school They're sorry, they're sorry, they're sorry, go to school. Okay, when they start repeating things, that's that's like the main message they want to give you. Just please tell me if this makes sense to you. It does. Okay. Um, And then they're they're saying, got it? (laughs) I'm like, I think she's got it. She said it makes sense. Um, They're saying, got it, got it. For whatever this means for you. um, And this person is showing me a lamp with a light flickering. So I feel like if your lights flicker in your house, it would be they're showing you, they're telling you, he's telling you, 
this is one of the ways he may communicate with you is by flickering light in your house. It doesn't have to be to a lamp. It can be any light, any place in your house. I could tell you guys millions of stories about what they do with my electronics, my lights, my everything. I'm, I'm going to tell this one story really quick when when I'm when when we complete this. But um, so that is the message. I hope this was helpful for you. I hope that this gave you some some sort of um, answers that you've been maybe seeking. Tony, thank you. I think, yeah, I think it's important to um, not get too much in our heads. I know it's important. And to simply mm-hmm. take the information and give it some meditation and then um, go from there. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I thank you so much for calling in, and I'm so grateful that I was able to connect with you and bring this through for you. Thank you. Thank you so much. You are welcome. Okay, I want to go to the next caller, but I also want to tell my story. 201, if you're on speakerphone 201, please go off a speakerphone. 201, are you there? Yes. Good morning. Good Good morning. What's your name? Where are you calling from? My name is Annie. I'm calling from New Jersey. Okay, Annie, how can I help you today? You know, I, I, I did want to hear your, your story. Um, I'm just trying to see if I can I think connect you what, to the other. You know, I'm being guided that there's a lot going on in your life right now, and we need to <laughs> we need to work on you. So what's up, Annie? <laughs> what's up, Annie? I'm sorry. Well, no, there's something. There's something very. There's something. What, I've uh, never. Why did you call? What what? What would you like to I, I ask? What going on? Yeah, I would like I would like to ask to connect to either one of my parents or both. And there has been a lot going on in my life as a result of my mother passing. But this is ten years ago. I'm ready to move on. Okay. Okay, so I'm I'm sorry, everybody watching. I leaned in a little bit closer to the phone because the connection is not that great. So basically, for those listening that may not have understood, there's a lot going on in her life. Her mother passed away 10 years ago, and there's still not good closure or moving on from that. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to do a clearing. Um, she's still grieving, yes. And so anybody grieving from losing a loved one or um, in in sorrow and sadness, we're going to clear that now. And even even if it's not from losing a loved one, if it, if you're just in sorrow and sadness and have grief, we're just going to clear that. And I'm going to say, you know, I want you to know. Oh, my head is just uh, like spinning just a little bit. I'm going to tell you there is, um, 
Can I have your mother's first name, please? Zola. Okay, was your mother a bigger woman, like a fuller woman at one point? Yes, when she was younger. Because I see a woman when she here was like that, 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 but she was, she was, she was full bigger when she was younger. Yeah, I see a woman here who's a little bit fuller. I feel like there are three women here. I'm only seeing one of them. I see one okay. and I sense two of them. They'll come in as we're talking. I'm going to tell you that all three of them are together. I feel like it might be a mother, a grandmother, and a sister, like your mom. Yeah. Uh, uh, okay, thank you for the confirmation. They're all together, and they want you to know um, they have the, – uh, okay. Ooh, they are – the main statement, the main statement they're bringing in um, is it's time to move on. It's time to move on. It's time to move on. It's been time to move on. It's been time mm-hmm. to move on. And then the, the other thing that they want to say to you is um, uh, they're all trying to give me mess- different messages at the same time. So I just need to, like, shush them. <laughs> And one of them just looked at me and said, don't you shush me. <laughs> I'm like, well, you can't all talk at the same time. Because <laughs> I'm not getting the full sentence. I'm just getting random words from each of you. So shush it. <laughs> and one at a time, boy, they are really offended that I shush them. <laughs> so uh, the, the thing, okay, so here, one of them is sending me visuals of um, chickens. I think that is hilarious. <laughs> chicken, a plate of chicken, uh, just a plate of okay. chicken. So this is like um, a confirmation. It's some sort of confirmation. Either they, they, they cooked, they made a lot of chicken, or we, we ate a lot of chicken growing up, just a plate full of chicken. Um, and like, a, okay, so that's number one. Number two um is let me let me just try to focus in a little bit um mm-hmm. they're with you all the time they're helping you but there's a lot of chaos in your life so let's clear that let's clear and heal the chaos okay and here's oh thank you finally okay somebody somebody that you're associated with is suffering from mental illness, and that is what's bringing turmoil. That's what's keeping everything stagnant. Now, here's what I'm going to say. I'm not a doctor. I'm not diagnosing anyone. But there are Mm -hmm. different levels of mental illness. Okay, so somebody Mm -hmm. that you're associated with, okay, somebody you're associated with, is suffering from mental illness. Now, not every mental illness is diagnosable or is um, even something that is, um, unless you deal with the person a lot, you wouldn't even know they're suffering from mental illness. And for example, 
Sometimes when people drink a lot, we think, oh, they're just drunk, oh, they're just hungover, oh, they're just this, oh, they're just that from the alcohol. But actually that alcohol is they're self-medicating for this mental illness. Whoever this person is, they're making things very stagnant. So I'm going to clear some of that mental illness, some of that, whatever's going on with this person. I feel like this person brings a great deal of either confusion or just uh, stop, like stops things from moving forward, like gets everything mm-hmm. stuck again. And that's the best way I can say it. And I'm not going to say who I think this person is or anything else other than that, because if this is true for you, you, as soon as they said this, you knew exactly something popped. Something clicked. And you know what? When we care about people, we want to be in denial about those people. We want to see only the best. We want to not know certain things. So I'm not judging. Yeah, I see it. I see it. I see it. I see it with actually three different individuals. Oh, thank you, baby Jesus. Okay. That I have to deal with. They don't see it. They don't see it. Oh, no. Oh, do you know what a therapist told me once that um, mm-hmm. I said, maybe, maybe I'm crazy. And she said, no, the fact that you would consider or think you might be crazy tells me you're not. Only a person who is mentally ill will deny mental illness till their last breath. Here's what I'm going to do, though. Mm-hmm. I feel like, and I'm going to do this for you, everybody listening, everybody re-listening, Let's clear that. I feel like this is a strain or energy of confusion, illusion, and delusion that has been passed on in some way. That's the best way I can say that. So we're going to clear that up, okay, love? We're going to let that go. And I'm so happy I didn't tell my story and I took your call because this you, you, is really you hit, it, you hit it right on the head, confusion, delusion, and illusion. Yeah, and I yeah. feel like this is going to start to clear up. Now, I want you, I'm mm-hmm. going to ask you to please call back. I won't remember your number, and please know, folks, I, I only see a number. I won't remember your number, but please call back and try again because I want you to remind me of this, and I want to clear it again. However, I want you to re-listen or watch this show and go to about the 57 and a half minutes and there's going to be the that's where the clearing is and just listen to this clearing for you your family for everybody involved every single day and even play it in your home so that it clears that energy out of your home everything is an energy I need to I want to thank you for calling in but I need to put you um, on mute and I need to thank everybody so much for listening calling in and joining me here today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you. I want you to know that you are loved, you're beautiful, you are brilliant, and make miracles in your life. Talk with your angels. Let them know how you want your life to look. Not the specific that you want in life, just how you want your life to look, and more importantly, how you want your life to feel. And then when you get those knowings, do them. Just go and do them. 
Thank you again for joining me here today. Until next time.